Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hey guys, it's Jordan again. And Daniel. And uh, we just got back from uh, D23 Expo. Woo! Yay! And so we decided let's do a little bit bonus episode to go over everything that happened. So we want to go over some of the news that was uh, unveiled about the Disneyland Resort specifically. Do it pretty quickly because we know you've probably heard a lot of it already. And then we also wanted to just kind of do a little bit of a report of our experience of the expo. Because it was an experience. Yeah, there were, there were interesting times. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, there's a lot to cover. We're kind of kind of um, dive in. Although first, I, we have been getting a lot more listeners lately and a lot of feedback from people, which is great. We have reviews. Yay! Should we read one? Sure. So runner three one six zero eight said, "Amazing podcast. Can't wait to listen to more." Thank you. That's awesome. So we just appreciate you guys. If you, uh, as another r- reminder, that if you could please like. Uh, leave us a rating or review on either Apple or Spotify. It's it's a really simple way to kind of help us out, uh, and you, it really help it really does help us a ton when you do that sort of stuff. Even if that's not the platform you use to use to listen to the podcast, those are the only two that let you rate. So if you can just go in there uh, and just scroll down and give us five star review, that would be awesome! Yay! So thank you guys. So to start off with news from D twenty three Expo. First, we'll talk about Avengers Campus. There's going to be a new e-ticket attraction, which we already knew. They announced that originally. (laughs) There's a building there. They built a building. It's not just for standing on for the characters, but, you know, at least they told us what it is. So it's going to be about the multiverse, um, and it'll be uh, kind of an alternate universe where Thanos wins. And so it's King Thanos, and there'll be a whole bunch of cool new characters. Yeah, uh, I, granted, it's, this is a slightly different attraction with, than what they originally had planned because we're supposed to be this Quinjet attraction. So I understand why they're like, hey, we've changed directions. We're going this way. But when everyone's saying like, hey, new attraction, I'm like, well, yeah, we know. We, we knew there was going to be one. Although there were rumors that, oh, they're not going to do another attraction. It's just going to be a building. No. No, there's, it, there's a reason there's a big building behind Luigi's. So... <laughs> Um, we are going to spend a lot of time talking about uh, this one, though, because I'm sure you noticed the model that they uh, created for the new Mickey's Toontown that's going to be opening in early 2023. Uh, in the model, you can see the new entrance for the El Capitoon Theater, which is the entrance for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It definitely, they took out part of that downtown Toontown area to make room for it, which is fine because it looks really, really good. Uh, they talked more about how this is going to be a very unique experience um, inside compared to the Florida counterpart. And we talked to one of the Imagineers there who did confirm that there are going to be added scenes to the Disneyland version. This has not happened often where a ride coming from Florida to California actually gets bigger. Usually, yeah. <laughs> There's no room in, in California. <laughs> but yeah, it's supposed to be an added scene or two. Um We'll see what the actual like queue entrance, queue area looks like too, because uh, in Florida it's just the Chinese theater, just 
with some posters up. So hopefully it's all like really cute. Yeah. We're excited. Um, and then on the model, it showed, um, still the gag factory, like logo on there. So I that asked old story. Yeah. The old store. So I asked the Imagineer, is that coming back? And he said, no, that's just a sign there. There'll still be, there'll be a new merchandise location at the exit of, uh, runaway railway. The area he was pointing at looked a little bit more mm-hmm. like the downtown area near city hall. So that's where I'm thinking that he's talking about. Um, if you look also there in front of City Hall, they have removed that large gazebo to add more seating space and just more green space in the area. And then they also, it seems that they've removed the Jolly Trolley, which is fine because it hasn't been running in years. And then I think these are really kind of fun little additions they're doing. The changes that they made to the areas around Donald's Boat and Goofy's Playhouse, which will now be Goofy's How to Playhouse. Uh, I know you were kind of excited about these. like what they Yeah, were doing. I mean, they're... The boat was cute and all, but there's nothing really to do. And Goofy's house, same thing. It was mostly for like uh, one month olds. It was so (laughs) tiny. (laughs) But they have like a new, um, they call it a sound... Sound garden? Sound garden. That's what it was. Um, And so, and they had pictures like on the concept art of like kids in wheelchairs and stuff. So it's like really inclusive and lots of things where the kids can just make noise and have fun um, and go wild. So... I know that um, I was listening to um, on Happiest Blog on Earth, there's a little plug for her in there. Uh, she was doing a recap of D23 herself, and she had a media pass, and so she was talking to the president of Disney on Resort, and he said that inclusion is like their main goal of what they want to accomplish with all things with Toontown, which I think is really awesome. So it's more open and more green space and just things to um, bring in kids of all shapes and sizes. And evidently, uh, Gadget's Go Coaster will be called Chippendale's Gadget Coaster. At least that's what it shows on the model. Hopefully, it still includes Gadget, because she's still a character. But yeah, there's a lot of people don't really know who she is as well, from Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. We'll see. We'll see. No official announcements were made about that. But um, the other big thing, another big model that they showed was for Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Still hate that name, but... <laughs> Um, let me just Tiana's ride. Yep. That one. <laughs> let me just kind of say one thing. Uh, there was a lot of people that were complaining about the way that it looks because they were saying like, Oh, the iconic top of the mountain is gone. That was called Chickapin Hill, which is from song of the South. They're not doing song of the South anymore. So and that's why they kind of rounded it out on the top. I've never been to New Orleans, but I hear it's very flat and actually like underwater. <laughs> there's no mountains, people. They are trying to make it kind of look less mountainy. So there's they're going to have these big, huge trees. I don't know if like necessarily all real trees, but like large trees in the area to kind of make it look a little flatter. <laughs> and yeah, and the, the rounding out was trying to make it look a little shorter. There's a water tower that they're adding on that when you look at the videos of what they want it to look like, you can see that that's going to be the new focal point of the mountain because that's going to look like it's the highest point. And so I think it looks really, really cool. And I can really see how they're trying to make it look more like New Orleans. Um, one thing that I noticed is that they're moving the entrance right now. Technically the entrance for splash mountain is by the exit of the haunted mansion, which is weird. Uh, but now they're going to move it over to where the briar patch currently is over by the old fast pass distribution area, which will be completely torn out and made part of the queue. So I think that's really smart, making it definitely part of critter country. And they made sure to really show that they're adding a lot more critters, a lot more animals, like playing music, joining on this adventure in the ride. So I think this is their hint that they still want it to be part of Critter Country. Although still 
kind of New Orleans Square too. It's it's going to be an interesting like transition piece there, um, and the new, the characters that'll be in it like Tiana and um, all the others will have the the voice is done by their actors, so it's really cool. I got to hear Anika Noni Rose sing live, and that was mm-hmm. great. Oh, it was so wonderful. Anyway, uh, on the same thing as uh, Princess and the Frog, this was not announced at the expo. It was announced online afterward. But Eudora's Chic Boutique, which is a new store opening in New Orleans Square, will open on the 20th of September. It's going to be focusing a lot on, like, cookware and cuisine and things like that, kind of pulling into Tiana's world a little bit more. It's where Le Baton Rouge used to be in New Orleans Square, but that will be opening very, very shortly. Yeah, there's, like, posters up already that give little cute hints about it, so... Also, one thing that they teased but never talked about in any length whatsoever is Tiana's Palace Restaurant coming to New Orleans Square. They did not say when that would open, where it would go, nothing. So that was just more like a, hey, we're going to do it, bye. And then they just went on. So I don't know. So we don't know if like French Market's going away or Blue Bayou into it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Another big piece of news. So the Paradise Pier Hotel, as we knew, was going to change. And we heard it was going to be Pixar themed. So we postulated it would be the Pixar Pier Hotel, but it's been confirmed it's going to be called the Pixar Place Hotel. I'm okay with that name. Yeah, it sounds cool. And the logo is cool. And they've already started doing changes. They took down part of the signage and they started repainting already. So that's, it's gone. The wave going. crests on the top of the building are being removed. Nope. Um, and also online afterward, they mentioned that there's this local restaurant called the Great Maple that they are going to be building a new flagship restaurant on the main level of the Pixar Place Hotel. So that will be the new main dining area for that hotel, which will be hopefully really good. Um, Something else, oh, everyone in the room for this announcement went crazy. I didn't know what they were. Um, In downtown Disney, as part of its expansion, they're going to be adding a Porto's Bakery into downtown Disney. I was not familiar with what Porto's is, but they gave us all samples on the way out of that panel. So good. If you don't know Porto's, you are going to need to know Porto's because that was fantastic. Just the few little things they gave us. So keep an eye open for that. Uh, and I know you were kind of excited about this one. Yeah, so in um, in DCA, they're going to be changing um, the Pacific Wharf into San Francisco. So from Big showed, Hero 6. From Big Hero 6 uh, with Baymax. Um, so they showed kind of a picture of it. The, the, the bridge, as it is currently, looks like it's going to be turned into kind of a, the Golden Gate Bridge-like thing from uh, Big Hero 6. Uh, we don't know a lot of details, and we don't know if... No time frame. Yeah, no time frame, and we don't know if Ghirardelli's going away, if Bodine's going away, or if they're going to try and like turn it into kind of uh, the San Francisco alternate universe city. We don't know what they're going to add, but we do know there's going to be Baymax meet and greet. They did confirm that. So I'm kind of hoping I'm on the fence about it because I love Pacific Wharf. I think it's such a cute area and I've been to the Fisherman's Wharf area and Girderly Square in San Francisco. And it's just, it's very, a really good interpretation of that area. But at the same time, I love Big Hero 6. And other than Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood land land, and and just like, by Grizzly that, Peak Recreation be, Area. Yeah, those will be the only vestiges of the original, uh, original DCA. DCA. I think it'll be good. Hopefully, I think it would be really cute if they brought in the Lucky Cat Cafe, the Aunt Cass's restaurant. Maybe an attraction. <laughs> I don't think there's, <laughs> there's any no room, room for that. But maybe. But, um, that was like the biggest, like, oh, didn't realize that. Um, they are uh, One thing that's really exciting is that next year is Walt Disney Company's 100th anniversary, and they're 
a celebration is called 100 Years of Wonder. And they confirmed that the centerpiece, like all the celebrations for this are going to center in Disneyland, which is really, really cool. And so there's a lot of new entertainment coming next year uh, to Disneyland because of that. One thing I'm excited about is the return of the Magic Happens Parade, which debuted in March 2020. For 10 seconds. Yep, so do the math there. (laughs) It ran for two weeks, and then everything shut down. And so I'm actually excited to see that again. They did a lot of work on it, too, and we're just like, okay, they wasted all that for nothing. But nope, they're bringing it back. So early next year, they're going to be doing Magic Happens. And then two new ones, uh, a new version of World of Color called World of Color 1. Online, it says that it's going to be exploring how even the smallest of actions like a drop of water can create big waves. That's what it says about it. Uh, So kind of like celebrating how just one small uh, step into storytelling kind of ballooned into all of this. I hope they still do regular World of Color, though. It's so so amazing. Yeah, maybe this will be better than the last new one that they did. And then I'm excited for this fireworks show. Uh, It's called Wondrous Journeys. Um, and the big thing about this is that they are going to, they've guaranteed it's going to feature elements from all 60 Disney animated films so far. And they performed the new theme song to this. And it's, it's like kind of like, what do you call it? Like folky, uh, yeah, it was, it was really well done. It was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. The theme song's just called Wondrous. So does that include Make Mine Music, which still isn't on Disney Plus? We're gonna not talk about that. <laughs> I don't know why that's not. Don't on know. Plus. Don't understand anything. Anyway, um, so they they didn't give us a specific time frame on either of those shows, but they say that it was going to be. They gave the impression it's going to be pretty early on in 2023, so we can expect that after the holidays are over, these are going to be what we can watch. I'm kind of a nerd. I, I thought it was kind of funny that the 100 years of wonder is actually not until late next year. Right now, it's only been 98 years because it's October. So it's not, it's not even 99 yet. They are so off. But <laughs> And you think I'm a geek. Call me a nerd. <laughs> so uh, there was a lot of other announcements that were made about Disney parks and everything during D23. But those are the biggest ones that dealt pr- primarily with Disneyland. Now, this is actually our third D23 Expo that we have been to. We went to in 2017 and 2019. And uh, we felt we wanted to give you a little bit of a report in case you've ever like wondered, what is it like to go to a D23 Expo? And let me, one thing I can tell you that is consistent across all the Expos we've been to is that they are consistently inconsistent. <laughs> Every day they try and figure out a new way to do something. They have no idea what they're doing. They try to figure out what they're doing, but they have no idea what they're doing. They don't prepare their staff. <laughs> I, yeah. This year I did notice it was there, better. there were a lot more like actual cast members, yes. like people who work at Disneyland who were brought over to work this. And that made things much smoother. I think so too. For PR, like they're trained better and they know how to handle that. crowds. They know how to deal with people. I think they're used to the changes in communication all the time, too. And this year they had multiple security areas, which was amazing. They've usually only had like one or two. One of the times we went, was it 2017, where the we were in security line over almost to Garden Grove. We were on West Street. That was in 2019. It was ridiculous. We got like 7 million steps in just to try and get in. <laughs> yeah, security went much smoother this time, I will say. Um but it, um, there's a lot of waiting in lines. It was the first day 
was frustrating because they didn't open the expo floor on time. Nope. It's supposed to open at nine. They opened at like nine thirty. We hear it's because some of the legends, the Disney legends, didn't show up yet. They were sleeping in or, or maybe that was just a rumor. Who I knows? Don't know. But yeah, so we we got into the area, the waiting area below uh, what's the what I didn't remember what's in the North Hall. Yeah, the North Hall. And we just kind of sat there and sat there and Finally got in, but yeah, we didn't go to the Legends thing. We never really care about it as much just to see, we like to see who it is, but doesn't not necessarily excited to be starstruck. Um, we did do the Simpsons uh, panel, which I love. I, I still love the Simpsons. The new seasons aren't as good as the old I ones. I have not really watched sure. anything beyond like season 16. Yeah, but they did have some cute little, um, like a short that they showed and um, they had like a fake Q and A with um, with Homer, w- with Homer, and that was really cool. So I don't know. Uh, I liked meeting the some of the creators, and um, Yardley Smith was there, the voice of Lisa. So it was just fun, and she seems like a really cool person. She was really cute. Um, so it was fun, but. But I I really enjoyed that we were able to go to the Muppets Christmas Carol one the next day. Yes, I loved that. So yeah, at the very much. beginning of it, they had the actual um, Muppeteers or yeah, the puppeteers that were doing it, and they had like the they had Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy and um, Robin Gonzo. Gonzo there, and then Nina West was and Nina the, West. So I love Nina West. Yep, was the um, MC of it all, and then they had like Brian Henson and others there. So it was a really cool, like, and the highlight of it all was come on when they had Jody Benson, Ariel herself come out and sing when love is gone. That was awesome. And that they said that on December that 11th, they're bringing it back. Like they should have, mm-hmm. we learned the the backstory of why mm-hmm. Disney sometimes is weird. Yeah. That's all Jeffrey Katzenberg. Anyway. Uh, so unfortunately those were, well, those were like the only panels that we were really able to see which is unusual for us at our D23 Expos because of the way that they went about it this year with these stage passes that you had to request ahead of time. Yeah, so it let you say like which ones you, like you'd rank them and you got to choose a, a certain amount of them, but it didn't guarantee any of them. So you could have which requested in all some of them and gotten zero. Which is fair in a way because it was completely random. Right, there's they no would, priority. Like often with the, when you do stuff on Disney and you click on it, it'll put you in the virtual queue, but it's based on when you click and you're like, number 7 million uh, and yeah. it says how many are in front And so of that you, didn't so. happen. It was all you everyone puts in their preferences and the computer randomly generates it. So that part was fair, but it just got frustrating because some people we ended up with three passes. We couldn't use the last one because of our flight home, but we ended up with three and other people ended up with zero. Uh, we did not get one for the parks panel, which we desperately, desperately wanted. So should we talk about like what happened that morning? Yeah, so it was Oh. So we get up earlier. Um, we didn't get now. Keep in mind, there every morning there were people lining up at security at like three in the morning. Yeah. So it says there's signs everywhere. No, uh, no one will be allowed in before five. No overnight queuing. We hear there were still people who did semi overnight queuing. Oh, they so never yeah, told were, any. They never turned anyone away. So there were people that got there at like two thirty or three. We're not doing that. So um, we're diehard Disney fans. We're not that <laughs> not bad. nuts. So we got there at like seven fifteen, seven thirty. I can't remember exactly, but we got in through security, and um, the cast member said, "Just so you know, the standby for parks is closed." So we're like, "It's already full." 
We're like, okay, whatever. Well, we still went down, sat, waited, and we were we were next to these really two nice ladies who are uh, named Jen and Tony, and they're really super nice, and I can't thank them enough for letting us like just kind of bum around with them. Um, so they're one of. Uh, is it Tony's the more is the assertive, one. Yeah. <laughs> aggressive one? And they we we talked this whole time. We just decided let let's just kind of see if we can get into a standby for the standby. And I mean, like we had plans, and then uh, when they finally allowed us in, which we were actually among the first people into the convention center. Uh, when they first allowed us in, Dan went over to the Expo live stream where stage. They, where they show the live stream, so the, just in case. Because the, this panel was going to be live stream, but I really wanted to be there for it. And he actually decided that he was going to stay there and watch it from there, which is totally great. And then I was like, I'm going to try my hand. So just, you know, beeline past all the cast members who are telling you, stand by is full. If you don't have a mm-hmm. reservation, you have to turn around. And then we get in there and there's a really nice cast member who's like, you know what? There's some room over there in the standby. I think we can accommodate Come you. Come over to this area. And uh, I mean, there was we there was nothing guaranteed, but we did I did end up getting in. Slight a few minutes late, but a still. few couple minutes late, but it wasn't a big deal. And I did end up getting in. And I'm still glad that I was there for to actually be in the room during everything. But I mean, like, I just sat there feeling like for as much as this is like the number one panel I want to go to. Everything that we had to go through to maybe get in, get in well, was kind of ridiculous. Especially when you know that there are some people who got stage passes for parks because they were like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let's go for that. And then they got a stage pass. But seriously, every single panel, doesn't matter what room it's in, whether it's small or the big one, for some reason they only start seating like 30 minutes before. You have seven... And these panels are big. Like there's a lot of people in each of them. 7,000 people, that, as what uh, Josh DeMaro said, were there. And like they're they just didn't start slightly filing them in. And Jordan was saying that um, some of the like extra standby were coming in like 20 or 30 minutes in. Oh, it was that, more like 30 to 40 minutes. And that happened last time too. I'm like... Why can't you just start letting people in? It's so weird. They did not start seating anybody until a half hour before that presentation was supposed to begin. And it was the first one in that room of the day. And we tried to go to one at the archive stage, which seats like 14 people. I don't know why they think that (laughs) no one wants to go to the archive stage. Everyone wants to go to the archive stage there. So we were in line for standby there. And um, as they were bringing in the people with their stage passes, some of them, some of the standby people were just like sneaking in. So they got in and and we we didn't. didn't. And And other people who were in standby ahead of them also did. And there were no staff there like trying to direct. So there's a lot of disorganization with D23. There is. Um, also, it was frustrating about the stores. So there are some amazing Disney stores at these expos. Uh, usually Mickey's of Glendale, which is the Imagineering store. And um, they have one called the D23 Expo Marketplace, which is the biggest store they have. There's a couple of others. They People just love going there for this merchandise that you generally can only find there. Or if you can find it later, it's like much later at a different store. Um, and usually the lines are ridiculous that you're waiting in lines for oh, like, like two hours. I think in our first expo, I think we waited like over an hour to get into Mickey's of Glendale. And so this year they said, we're going to do virtual queues, same thing that you do for, or that you used to do for rise of the resistance. But the way they advertised it is they said, you can join a virtual queue, but there will also be standby for most of these stores. Nope. That is not the case. They didn't have any standby for any of them. No, you had to be in a virtual queue, which granted when we got in for the virtual queue, we never waited more than 30 to 40 minutes yeah. for any of the stores. It wasn't terrible. But the first day we tried getting it at 6 a.m. And the Jordan, app didn't work. Jordan has a Samsung. Evidently they didn't do it right on the Samsung. You know, I think it actually may have also been the internet at our hotel. Maybe. 
but yeah, we were in line with uh, some other people later, and we we're like, yeah, Samsung's thing didn't work. So I I did mine. Uh, we found a loophole, which was fun that it, it didn't know that like my name was associated with his like as a guest. So we both got virtual queues uh, for, for each other, each other stores. We didn't it didn't one know. of these, which was nice. So um, that was just frustrating. That it was a change that they didn't let anyone know about. But I mean. I love going to these things because as much hecticness as there is around, it's just really cool. I always love looking at the Walt Disney archives presentation that they have every year is different. This year was like, it was a step in time going through the, some of the history of the Disney company from its origins to the present day. I'll still never forget the year that they had all the dresses. Oh like Cinderella's my gosh. Those were, that was a glistening dress that for some reason didn't win an Oscar. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't even don't talk, don't talk to me about that one. But, and then I love going through the Disney parks um, booth because you can talk, chat with the Imagineers. Uh, there's there's a lot of really we fun got amazing places. watches at Citizen. At Citizen I they know. were like twenty five percent off. It was this tiny little area, it was the smallest area I've ever two seen. Two feet in my life. by three feet with seven hundred people in there. <laughs> it was so small. Uh, it's like it, it gets cramped sometimes at D twenty three. But when you come back, you just feel like you want to lay down and die for a second because you're so tired. <laughs> but. We, we really enjoy it. Walt's Plane was cool, too. And to see Walt's Plane. I don't mm-hmm. know why they chose the arena, because that is That's a usually big, one of the places that they for, do for the presentations. presentations. But whatever. It's all good. Um, Overall, it was a really fun experience. It was really fun. And can't wait. They do it every two years. So I assume that means now we're on even years. So Maybe. that we can expect it in 2024. Maybe. Maybe. It was supposed to be in 2021, but then they I think things were still not where they wanted it to be for COVID. And so they pushed it back another year. I think mostly it's just so much planning that goes into it because they'd probably like to do it in 2023 for the 100 years, but... I don't think they'd be able to. It's hard. Yeah, so... Uh, we it, we uh, Jordan dressed up as Mando on the second uh, day, and <laughs> so many people were like, can I take a picture with you? Can I take a picture with you? And then an official D23... Uh, photographer was like, let's take lots of pictures of you and you'll be on our website. We're like, still waiting for them to publish any photos, but we'll see what happens. It was, it was a lot of fun. I've never ever done a costume like that ever. And so it was just, it was kind of validating when people are like, you look so good. I'm like, thank you. Cause I stressed out so much about this costume. Although because for some reason it was Floridian humidity and oh. a torrential downpour with a tropical storm, all his stuff started falling off because of the Velcro. Well, I wasn't <laughs> planning on humidity. I was planning on California. <laughs> Which, granted, for us in Utah, that is humid, but not like not that like bad. Florida grossness. So, but it it all worked out. Um, Dan had his share of wardrobe malfunctions too, which we don't oh, even yeah. get into. <laughs> My but. X-wing pilot suit, which was funny on when I bought it. Uh, the, one of the reviews was like, "All it tore at the seams the second I looked at it," and yeah, it tore that's at the what, seams the second that's I what happened. tried to sit down. But <laughs> I got pictures of it, and I you can't see the. I told you it doesn't look it doesn't look bad. Uh, again, we promise this is a family show. <laughs> um, but if you ever thinking about it, keep your ears open because tickets for this expo sell out really fast, and the hotels sell out even faster. So that is one. Yeah, we stayed at thing. the Anaheim Hotel, which was good. It was okay. It worked. I think it would have been better. Our AC didn't so work. <laughs> oh, so hot in that room. Weird, yeah. But uh, keep an ear open as soon as because they'll let you know when they're going to sell tickets. If you're interested in going, I think it's it can be really worth it. It's a very unique experience. It's and you can like, just do a one day ticket. You don't have to do all three days. You can do one day. So one of our some of our friends did um, at the Happiest Place Outfitters. Yes. Buy, buy their stuff. Yes, Happiest Place Outfitters on Etsy. Um, they just went for one day and they had so much fun, and it was fun running into them too. Uh, so that's just kind of. 
our lowdown of what it was like. It's also fun for us because they always hold in Anaheim. So Disneyland lovers like us are like, yay, right in our backyard. <laughs> and Plus um, there was a special Oogie Boogie Bash that was yes, just Yes, which we will talk about next week. Stay next week's, tuned. Next week's episode, all about Halloween stuff including Oogie Boogie Bash. So, but we just felt that either we could do like one hour and a hour long episode or do two <laughs> shorter episodes. And so we're going to do two shorter ones. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our take on everything. It was, it was a very exhausting weekend. It was a super fun weekend, lots of news. Um, and then you can see on our Instagram, I posted lots of pictures of everything that we saw. And so you can take a look there and scroll through them and see, and I'll continue to share some of the pictures that we got and updates. Um, oh, because especially since I forgot, because I wrote it down, I forgot to talk about it. Um, the Hulk is going to be coming to Avengers Campus. And Mando with Grogu. And then Mando with Grogu is coming in November. The Hulk is supposed to be very, very shortly, like in the next week or two at Avengers Campus. And they said for a short period, so. Yeah. And it, uh, again, a, a plug for our great partners at Getaway Today. If you want to buy tickets, uh, packages, they have good discounts, and so you can go see those characters. They were soon. actually just advertising today about they have a lot of last-minute deals, too, if you want to make a last-minute trip in September or October. And I th- I've noticed, I don't know if you have, there seem to be a lot more um, reservations available. I don't know if they I don't know why. out, but... Like, I don't know why, but take advantage of it. So, you don't seem to have to, so like... So, go. Don't, don't... You don't have to battle so much with people for reservations, so go for it. Uh, but I think we're good. So, yes, we're going to have another regular episode next week. So here's our first bo- end of our first bonus one. But uh, thank you guys so much for all the support. Uh, and reach- follow us on Instagram, on Facebook especially, and then keep leaving us those reviews and uh, and ratings, and we really appreciate it. But we will talk to you guys again then next week. All right? Bye. <laughs>